In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Saturday of the 10th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 17th day of June 2023, we celebrate the memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Let us invoke the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Let the Holy Ghost come down. Let it come into my life. Let the Holy Ghost come down. Let it come into my life. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Reconciled to Reconcile All to God. Reconciled to reconcile all to God. The first reading today is taken from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 14 to verse 21. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 2 from verse 41 to verse 51. Friends in Christ, today we celebrate the memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Mary was conceived immaculate, innocent. God, who chose him, chose her rather to be the mother of Jesus Christ, the incarnate Son of God, God who became man, had given her this exceptional honor of preserving her from the stain of original sin. And so she was conceived immaculate. She lived her life immaculate, pure, clean, free of every form of sin. Of course, not just by her effort alone, but by her willing cooperation with the free gift of God's grace. You remember, when the archangel Gabriel came to her, he greeted her, Hail Mary, full of grace. Of course, we are all bestowed with this grace. But the question is, to what extent do you and I cooperate with this free gift of God's grace in our lives? Mary did cooperate with the grace of God to the fullest. She obeyed God to the fullest. And so God gave us some exceptional honors and privileges, not by her own merit. But because of the high level of cooperation she offered to the grace of God, God made her outstanding in several ways in the community of human beings. Mary is always referred to as co-redemptor or co-redeemer. Now, Mary is called co-redeemer with Jesus Christ, not in the sense of sharing equality with Jesus Christ, because unlike Christ, who is both divine and human, Mary is completely human. She only shares in the divinity of God to the extent that you and I share in the divinity of God. And so, referring to her as co-redeemer does not in any way imply equality with Christ as a divine being. When a pilot 
is said to be a co-pilot to another. Definitely, there are two pilots in the airplane. But one is the captain of the flight. So in that sense, there is a differentiation in their rank. At least to the extent that one is the captain at that particular flight. Again, Chain Mary is a co-redeemer. The co-redeemer with our Lord Jesus Christ does not also indicate that Mary is assistant redeemer to Jesus. In the sense that Jesus does not have the fullness of power to save. No. She is not assistant to Jesus. Because Jesus is God. He has all the fullness of power to save and redeem humanity. Mary being referred to as co-redeemer with Jesus Christ is in the sense of the role she played in bringing about the salvation of humanity. One may now begin to ask, does this mean that without Mary, God couldn't have saved the world? No. God could and can and would. But for whatever reason that is best known to God, God chose to give her that honor. That for God to save humanity, he needed to come in human form. And without any negotiation, any request, any initiative of Mary, God chose Mary to be the one through whom he will come into the world. Now, this is where Mary was completely distinguished. And so, she being referred to as co-redeemer, is in the light of the fact that having chosen to come in human form, God made Mary the mother of God. The one who carried the Redeemer in her womb and bore her. And as seen in the gospel reading today, this Jesus was raised under her maternal parental responsibility alongside Joseph. One may now begin to ask, why is Joseph not also referred to as co-redeemer? Of course, the participation of Joseph in the salvation history um, cannot be compared to that of Mary. The honor given to Mary is not at the same level with the honor given to Joseph. Though Joseph was also equally honored by God. In giving him the privilege to be the earthly father of Jesus Christ. But unlike Joseph, Mary carried her in her womb and nursed her, nursed, rather carried Jesus in his womb and nursed him and raised him and stood by him all through his earthly ministry up until his death and even his resurrection and ascension and at the fulfillment of the promise Jesus made of sending the Holy Spirit, which occurred on Pentecost Sunday. But the core message for today is Mary was chosen to become an instrument through which people are reconciled with God through the person of Jesus Christ. And like Mary, you and I are also called on today to become instruments of reconciliation of our fellow human beings with God. 
But how can we bring about the reconciliation of people with God if we ourselves are not reconciled with God? That is where the memorial of today comes in. That just like Mary, we are to be firstly reconciled with God to, you know, um, become immaculate, to become innocent. Because Jesus, who knew no sin, took our sin so that we who knew sin may be made immaculate and innocent. Jesus, who committed no sin, died that we who are condemned to death because of our sins may now live his own divine life. And now, having been reconciled with him, I mean our Lord God Almighty, through Jesus Christ, we are called on to become now, if you like, in a sense, co-reconcilers. Now, this is not grammatically correct, but I'm using this to help us understand better the content of the message of the day. We are now partners with Jesus Christ in reconciling humanity to God. Because in Christ, we have been made immaculate, we have been made innocent, we have been forgiven our sins, we have been reconciled with God the Father, and having been reconciled with God the Father, we are given the charge to go forth to reconcile others with God. And the only way we can do this, and do this efficiently, effectively, and successfully, is to remain always immaculate and innocent. And so having been reconciled with God, it is now our responsibility to stay reconciled with him and our duty to bring others back to him through reconciliation. And this we do, imitating the person of Mary, who, though preserved by God from the stain of original sin, cooperated with the grace of God to remain immaculate. You and I must always cooperate with the grace of God also to remain innocent and clean and un- I mean ungodly. And in remaining that way, by the way we live our lives, we are able to bring others into the love of God, those who live outside the love of God. And that is the way of reconciling all to God and with God. As we go on today with our daily activities, may God use us as veritable instruments through which he will continue to reconcile the world to himself rather than we becoming barriers in the relationship of our fellow human beings with God through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always and do have a beautiful weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Monday of the 11th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 19th day of June 2023, let us invoke the person of the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Holy Spirit, Lord of light, from thy clear celestial, 
Dai più be mi radius give Come the father of the poor Come with treasures that send you Come not light of all that live Friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is Now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. The first reading today is taken from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 10. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 5 from verse 38 to verse 42. In the first reading today, St. Paul addresses us saying, Brethren, work, working together with Christ, we entreat you not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, At the acceptable time, I have listened to you and helped you on the day of salvation. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way. Through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, tumults, labors, watching, hunger, by purity, knowledge, forbearance, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute, we are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown, and yet well known, as dying, and behold we live, as punished, and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing everything. Now, this is St. Paul encouraging us to be persistent in righteousness. For now is the moment of our salvation. We should be persistent like St. Paul Pussy today. Because even when we think our salvation is far-fetched, even when we think, given the prevalent circumstances, challenges, persecutions, pains, hunger, unemployment, bad policies, corrupt governing governance, evils in our political system, all kinds of hopeless situations in almost all the sectors of our human society of today, especially in Nigeria, and not just in Nigeria, in all parts of the world. 
In the face of all the crises going on today, in the face of all the conflicts going on today, in the face of the high-leveled corruption around the world of today, in the face of all the very ungodly activities we see all around us today, in the face of the advancement in science and technology capable of, you know, completely wiping out humanity, in the face of the different sexual orientations that are so weird, that are so inhuman, that are so opposed to our human nature and opposed to the will of God, as we see all around us today. God is saying to us, don't think that I am far away from you. Don't think your salvation has eluded you. Don't think that your problem has overpowered you. Don't think that your salvation will never come through. As a matter of fact, as these circumstances of life become more unfavorable unto you and the chances of experiencing the joy you desire become slimmer and slimmer, do not give up hope. Keep looking up to God for your salvation is at hand and as a matter of fact, it is now. And because it is now, we must continue to remain resilient, to remain faithful, to remain firm, to remain committed to the cause of God Almighty in doing His will. It is in the same light of this clarion call to be persistent in righteousness since our salvation is already at hand that Jesus himself in the gospel of today speaks to us as he speaks to his disciples. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I said to you, do not resist one who is evil. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to him who begs from you, and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. Now, Jesus simply was saying, no matter what happens, continue to remain firm and faithful and resilient in the path of righteousness. Don't ever allow the treatment you receive from people, the treatment you receive from the society, the treatment you receive from the church, you receive from your family, from your closest friends, from those you once trusted to distract you or to pull you away from the path of righteousness. Some will call upon and call on one and begin to say, Father, I've gone through a lot. My family has gone through a lot. My friends are going through a lot. I know of people who dropped their Christian faith and went into this and into that. And today, they are not going through the challenges I'm going through. Why is it that I, my family, my friend, my relative, my generation, my church, my neighborhood, that have decided to serve God faithfully and avoid every 
form of sin. Why is it that we are the one who suffer a whole lot of trials, persecutions, challenges, afflictions, and misery? If you are in that situation, today God is assuring you, don't be don't be discouraged. Don't soil your hands in sin. Keep doing your best to stay faithful to God. And if you ever fall into sin, do not sit back in sin. Run to God in the sacrament of reconciliation and be reconciled with God. Because your salvation is now. Because your help has come. Because God will not forsake you nor abandon you. Because, like he said to Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, verse 5, he says to you and I today, as long as you are alive, no man will be able to stand against you. As I was with Moses, so I shall be with you. I shall not forsake you nor abandon you. And you know what, dear friend, in Christ, the love of God is eternal and his mercy is inexhaustible. The love of God is unconditional and our God is ever compassionate. No matter what your situation is today, no matter what your story is today, like St. Paul has cautioned us and encouraged us using his own lifestyle and the lifestyle of his own companion, let us stay resilient in the face of the changes and chances and the challenges of this life for God will definitely show up for you and I at his, at his appointed time. In that appointed time, that moment of grace is today. Peace be with you. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Monday of the 11th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 19th day of June 2023, let us invoke the person of the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Holy Spirit, Lord of light, from thy clear celestial, thy beauty in radiance give. Come, the Father of the poor, come with treasures that send you. Come, not light of all that live. Friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is, Now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. The first reading today is taken from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 10. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 5 from verse 38 to verse 42. In the first reading today, St. Paul addresses us saying, Brethren, work Working together with Christ, we entreat you not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, 
at the acceptable time, I have listened to you and helped you on the day of salvation. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way. Through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, tumults, labors, watching, hunger, by purity, knowledge, forbearance, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute, we are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. Now this is St. Paul encouraging us to be persistent in righteousness. For now is the moment of our salvation. We should be persistent like St. Paul Pussy today. Because even when we think our salvation is far-fetched, even when we think given the prevalent circumstances, challenges, persecutions, pains, hunger, unemployment, bad policies, corrupt governing governance, evils in our political system, all kinds of hopeless situations in almost all the sectors of our human society of today, especially in Nigeria, and not just in Nigeria, in all parts of the world. In the face of all the crises going on today, in the face of all the conflicts going on today, in the face of the high-leveled corruption around the world of today, in the face of all the very ungodly activities we see all around us today, in the face of the advancement in science and technology capable of, you know, completely wiping out humanity, in the face of the different sexual orientations that are so weird, that are so inhuman, that are so opposed to our human nature and opposed to the will of God, as we see all around us today. God is saying to us, don't think 
that I am far away from you. Don't think your salvation has eluded you. Don't think that your problem has overpowered you. Don't think that your salvation will never come true. As a matter of fact, as these circumstances of life become more unfavorable unto you and the chances of experiencing the joy you desire become slimmer and slimmer, do not give up hope. Keep looking up to God for your salvation is at hand and as a matter of fact, it is now. And because it is now, we must continue to remain resilient, to remain faithful, to remain firm, to remain committed to the cause of God Almighty in doing His will. It is in the same light of this clarion call to be persistent in righteousness since our salvation is already at hand that Jesus himself in the gospel of today speaks to us as he speaks to his disciples. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to him who begs from you, and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. Now, Jesus simply was saying, no matter what happens, continue to remain firm and faithful and resilient in the path of righteousness. Don't ever allow the treatment you receive from people, the treatment you receive from the society, the treatment you receive from the church, you receive from your family, from your closest friends, from those you once trusted to distract you or to pull you away from the path of righteousness. Some will call upon and call on one and begin to say, Father, I've gone through a lot. My family has gone through a lot. My friends have gone through a lot. I know of people who dropped their Christian faith and went into this and into that. And today, they are not going through the challenges I'm going through. Why is it that I, my family, my friend, my relative, my generation, my church, my neighborhood, that have decided to serve God faithfully and avoid every form of sin? Why is it that we are the one who suffer a whole lot of trials, persecutions, challenges, afflictions, and misery. If you are in that situation, today God is assuring you, don't be, cons don't be discouraged. Don't soil your hands in sin. Keep doing your best to stay faithful to God. And if you ever fall into sin, do not sit back in sin. Run to God in the sacrament of reconciliation and be reconciled with God. Because your salvation is now. Because your help has come. Because God 
will not forsake you nor abandon you. Because, like he said to Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, verse 5, he says to you and I today, as long as you are alive, no man will be able to stand against you. As I was with Moses, so I shall be with you. I shall not forsake you nor abandon you. And you know what, dear friend, in Christ, the love of God is eternal and his mercy is inexhaustible. The love of God is unconditional and our God is ever compassionate. No matter what your situation is today, no matter what your story is today, like St. Paul has cautioned us and encouraged us using his own lifestyle and the lifestyle of his own companion, let us stay resilient in the face of the changes and chances and the challenges of this life for God will definitely show up for you and I at his, at his appointed time. In that appointed time, that moment of grace is today. Peace be with you. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.